Welcome back to the 7B Podcast. My name is Emily Bosong. I'm a staff writer at the Bonners Ferry Herald. This week on the podcast, we're going to be doing another episode of the Bonners Ferry Herald edition of the 7B Podcast. With all the talks of school bonds, I'd like to dedicate this podcast to looking at what a school bond is and what's the difference between that and a levy. We're also going to go over the previous proposed school bond for a Boundary County School District and what the district is proposing now. Now, bonds and levies, when it comes to schools, can get confusing. I always remember the Schoolhouse Rock video, I'm Just a Bill, but I couldn't tell you the difference between a bond and a levy before I started covering schools in Bonner and Boundary Counties. An easy way to remember the difference between a bond and a levy is bonds are for buildings and levies are for learning. A bond, a bond is a loan from an investor to a borrower, such as a company or government, or in this case, a school district. The borrower uses the money to fund its operations or build and maintain the school district facilities, and the investor receives interest on the investment. The market value of a bond can change over time. We'll come back to this later. Levies are a local property tax passed by the voters of a school district that generates revenue to fund programs and services that the state does not pay for as part of basic education. For example, Caldwell School District ran a school levy in March 2022 and the levy was proposed to preserve class sizes and continue the high quality programs such as fine arts, elementary orchestra, elementary specials, which is music, PE, library, STEM, athletics, extracurricular and co-curricular activities, school resource officer, aids, health aids, supply, budget, building maintenance, instructional technology, and other operational expenses. So that's what they ran on. So at Boundary County School District, a levy could be used to perhaps expand the STEM programs, that's science, technology, engineering, and math, or maybe provide more agriculture-related classes or career technical education and trade-focused courses to provide graduates certifications. All of those type of programs would be run under a levy instead of a bond. Superintendent Jan Bayer has said that Boundary County School District may run a levy next March. Now back to bonds. In Idaho Code, under Title 33, Chapter 11, school bonds are defined. Quote, the purpose for which bonds may be issued shall be to acquire, purchase, or improve a school site or school sites, to build a schoolhouse or schoolhouses, or other buildings or building, to demolish or remove school buildings, to add, to remodel, or repair any existing building, to furnish and equip any building or buildings, including all lighting, heating, ventilation, and sanitation facilities and appliances necessary to maintain and operate the buildings of the district, to purchase school buses and to acquire, develop, or renovate school facilities to establish, create, and develop renewable energy systems as described in Section 33-604 of Idaho Code. The rest of Chapter 11 under Title 33 goes into detail about the law when it comes to school bonds in the state of Idaho. Another thing about school bonds is the taxpayers taxed based on the assessed value of their home or property. This is a little tricky for Boundary County School District since the election for the school bond will run in August, but that the assessed values of homes will not be finalized and published until September. This goes back to what I said earlier, that the market value of a bond can change over time. Superintendent Bayer has said that when voters are at the polls, they'll be quoted one tax price for the bond, which will be accurate on election day. Once the assessed values are published in September, the taxpayer can expect the market value of the bond to change and may be taxed less, less come September. This issue is due to the assessment being published after the election. 
Another issue the school district is having is inflation and rising interest rates. Well, I guess, I mean, we're all having this issue, but this is really pertinent to the school bond. In the March election, the proposed bond failed. The proposed bond was for $16.4 million. $14 million would have gone to build a new Valley View Elementary School, which is 73 years old, and the building is made from reused parts from Farragut State Park when it was a naval inst installation during World War II. The other $2.4 million would have provided updates to other infrastructure at other schools in the district. Projects would have included constructing traffic flow solutions at Naples Elementary, updating bleachers for the football field, shop additions to the high school and middle school shops. On March 8, 2022, the bond failed to gain the two-third votes majority needed to pass. A total of 1,158 people voted yes, or 53.79%. And 995 people, or 46.21%, voted no. It was a little more than 2,000 people voted in that election. I do believe 7,000 people are registered to vote in Boundary County. And we're still not sure on the population of the county at this time. Bayer said that this was the first time a Boundary County School District bond had gained 50% votes in favor in its first presentation to voters since 1946 when Valley View Elementary was first built. In addition, an overwhelming number of voters in favor of the bond were from the Valley View area. In February, prior to the election, at a Bonners Ferry City Council meeting, Bayer said that it would cost $8.1 million to remodel Valley View and the building would still be insulated and not fuel efficient, but also not address the security issues at the school. She added, every year the district waits to build a new Valley View, the cost of construction goes up $1 million due to inflation. Also at the meeting, Boundary County School District Trustee Teresa Ray said, three years ago, the $14 million project at Valley View would have only cost $11 million. Now, I know there are a lot of questions on this bond, like how did the school district come up with these numbers and costs for projects? How did they decide priorities and what they needed to build or what, where they needed improvements? Well, about two years ago, a facilities committee was formed to look at projects and needs for the school district. The facility, the committee is filled of community members and professionals, such as Mark Carey of ERA Shellman Realty, Merle Ainsley from Edward Jones, Tony Warwasser, Fire Chief of South Boundary Fire District, Ron Smith from Bonners Ferry City Council, who also represents retirees, Garen Atkin Jr. representing the Kootenai Tribe, Kristen Campbell representing homeschooling parents and former Boundary County School District students, and many others that work and live in Boundary County. Boundary County School District officials have taken the advice of the facility committee to rerun the bond in the August election. The language of the school bond is due to the county Monday, July 11th. Due to the time of recording, we do not have the bond language or the interest rate for you at this time. But I can guarantee the story will be covered by the Bonners Ferry Herald in the next few editions. There are many issues in Valley View, from plumbing, heating, to roofing, but the board but the board argues there's an even bigger issue. Teresa Ray, board vice chair, said the largest issue at Valley View isn't the roof or the plumbing, but security. She said the school shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, made her heart sink because students at Valley View are outside school quarters all day long as they move from building to building. Quote, if you talk to any law enforcement person in this town, they will tell you they hate that school, Ray said. Quote, they hate it because they can't defend it, end quote. She said with a simple open door in Texas, the shooter was able to gain access. 
Ray said there are about 40 doors leading to the outside at Valley View that students traverse throughout the day. Quote, the number one issue is security, and we cannot fix that, end quote, she said. The proposed bond will have capital projects. Some, some of the projects at Mount Hall and Naples Elementary have already been paid for by elementary and secondary school emergency funds. These funds are also known as ESSER funds, which are federal dollars similar to CARES Act and ARPA funds given to districts to reduce the impact of COVID-19 on students. The funds are to go for purchases for learning loss, health screening tools, and additional resources to address the mental well-being of students impacted by the isolation of the lockdown. After a two-to-one vote by the board to use these funds, purchases and installments for a new HVAC system at the high school have been made. Bayer said that ESSER funds are the key to reducing the proposed school bond. With these funds, in addition to forest funds and unappreciated funds, remodeling Remodeling at Mount Hall and Naples Elementaries have been made. The remodeling include moving the offices to the front of the buildings to better monitor who is coming in and out, as well as updating plumbing. Ray added that the plumbing quote for Mount Hall had originally been $350,000, but after inflation, the cost rose to $750,000. She added that is the price to fix plumbing of a 70-year-old school. There has been a lot of criticism by the public that the school district should have been doing more maintenance on these buildings over the years. Board members have responded that they did not want to throw money at buildings that will need to be replaced in the next few years. Superintendent Bayer has said that 20 years ago, when the new high school was built, it was expected that 20 years later, a new elementary school would be built to replace either Naples, Valley View, or Mount Hall. She said in order to maintain the schools in the district, every 20 years, a new school would need to be rebuilt. Boundary County School District has five schools. If the new school was built every 20 years without adding a sixth school into the district, then the current high school, which was built in about 2002, would not be rebuilt until the next century. Another question posed during public comment is why can't the district save money to buy a school outright instead of taking on debt through a school bond? Simple enough, they aren't allowed to save that such a large lump sum of money. They are allowed to have an emergency fund just in case there is a catastrophic incident and that's typically how the forest funds are used but they aren't allowed to they aren't allowed to save multi-millions of dollars to put money down on a school it's just not how schools are funded in the state of idaho you have to talk to the legislature about changing that also when it comes to having community members help with school maintenance or work parties there have been a couple people in the community that are like can we help out in any way can we help with roofing or things like that even if you have the skills or the know-how, the school's district's insurance won't cover you. They can't even get somebody to volunteer to mow the grass. They have to go through a landscaping company. From after, after having talks with Superintendent Bayer, it sounds like the most community members can do to help out would be to plant a garden or flowers on school grounds. But I still think the FFA students or students taking an agriculture class would probably beat you to that. Just it'd probably be something they have to do for school credit. Another question is, why an August election? Why not run the bond during the general election in November? This has been a common, this has been a common phrase on social media, back and forth claiming that it's cronyism or they're trying to sneak the vote out from underneath the voters. We're trying to hide that the election happens, even though there's four times a year, the school district is legally allowed to hold an election. Superintendent Bayer has been firm that the, in, the way interest rates are going up it will cost the taxpayer less if the school bond passes in the August election instead of the November election. And that is not to say you need to vote yes in August or whatever. That's just saying that the way things are going with interest rates, 
if it passes in August, that may be more ideal financially to the taxpayers versus in November. In addition, since the high school bond is dropping off in September, at an August election, the taxpayer will see a slight increase in taxes versus in a November election when the taxpayer is no longer paying for the high school school bond, they would have been paying zero. So you will have a jump from not paying taxes to paying taxes. And so all of a sudden it may be saying you're going to pay several hundred dollars more than you were before. I still can't give you a good quote on that because we're not sure on the language of the upcoming school bond. Boundary County School Board has decided it's an easier ask to to taxpayers in an August election saying you may your taxes are going to increase by a few dollars versus coming from paying no taxes on a school bond to all of a sudden now we're in a new school bond and it may it'll rise you'll actually paying a couple hundred dollars in taxes when you were paying zero for one month in response to comments by the public that the district should pursue getting funds after the state takes back federal lands Board member says that they don't know if this will happen or if they can wait that long to ensure student safety. Trustee Nikki Weaver said as a board member, it is their responsibility to provide safety for students. She added that the board can't wait for something that might happen all the while throwing money at a school that is still going to be replaced as interest rates are going up. <coughs> Trustee Mary Fioravanti continued in her persistence that the bond be rerun in November general election rather than an August election. She added that it costs the county $10,000 to $12,000 to run elections outside the general election, and you argue that as another reason to hold off on the August election. Bear caution on waiting for the November election to pass the school bond, since interest rates have increased so much from March until June. Since March, the projected cost of the project has gone up $2.7 million due to inflation. Quote, if we wait another three months, that's a $5 million cost to save the county 10000 Bayer said, quote, you just charged the taxpayers $5 million more, end quote. District officials have said they will be send, sending out save-the-date mailers to all registered voters for the August election. Again, at this time of recording, we do not have the ballot language that will be used for the school bond. Once we do have that, you will definitely see stories written about it in the Bonners Ferry Herald. This has been an episode of the 7B Podcast. My name's Emily Bosong. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to vote for Best of Boundary County. Visit our website, bonnersferryherald.com, and click in the taskbar, Best of. This is your time to vote for your, your favorite businesses, the best breakfast joint town, the best cashier, the best real estate business, the, your best insurance agent, on and on and on. Don't forget to vote. You've got till the end of July. And then after that, in August, we will announce the winners. So go out and vote. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.